Hi, this is Phil's Photography Journey podcast, episode 23. It is Friday the 26th of September. And this episode is entitled Big News. So I'm going to start with that. I'm going to leave with my big news. When I started doing this podcast uh, a couple of years ago, give or take, it was called Phil's Photography Journey because I had a journey that I wanted to go on. And whilst in life journeys tend to be ongoing, this one has reached a very, very important milestone. Um, So in two and a half weeks' time, uh, on the October the 15th, that will be my last day in my nine-to-five job. I have found a way of being able to leave. Uh, It's financially suitable way of leaving. And I will be a full-time photographer from that point onwards. And to say I'm excited is an absolute understatement. So I really, really can't wait. I'm working hard actually on my day job at the moment to close things down from my perspective and hand over to the guy that's going to take over my role. But it just means that all that wishing and hoping and planning that I've done has paid off. And I know that in many ways the hard work will start from there, but it's where I want to be, certainly at my stage in life. Uh, I, I'm, I ain't going to retire anytime soon, guys, seriously. This is my next phase of my working life, and I'm going to give it my all. I'm so looking forward after a 40-year corporate career to having it all down to me. Um, I've spoken with people who've had their own businesses in the past, and I've actually craved the other way. Uh, they don't. They say it's a lot of aggravation. I mean, this was construction, uh, a most recent example. But I'm looking forward to this so much. Uh, I've got plans. Uh, I'm really clued up on sort of multiple sources of income. So I'm kicking things off here and there. And some of it I'm just going to do more of what I already do. So stock photography has brought in some good money. Um, but I've got a tiny portfolio. So if I can improve that, increase the volume and the numbers, but retain the quality, I think that could be a reasonable source of income. It's never going to be massive, I don't think. But who knows? So that's one thing. But primarily, it's going to be the people photography that I do. So the headshots, uh, working with the headshot crew, uh, more about that a bit later. And other events. um, And I also talk a bit later about a rehearsal still shoot that I did yesterday that was thoroughly enjoyable. And I think the thing is, you've got to kind of be open to wherever you may be taken. Uh, So so my journey, in many ways, in, in this set up so far has been to be able to do what I wanted to do full time so great tick I'm going to achieve that Uh, but it's also you know it's having fun along the way and you know I will get more of my own time to do do with what I will Um, you know I, I mean even stuff around the house I mean we've invested a lot in the house to in terms of decoration and infrastructure work and all that stuff it means that, you know, I could just do the little jobs that you sometimes put off. I could just do them and get them done. And I'll probably find that they don't actually take that long anyway. Uh, Sue made a really good point recently about, you know, sometimes you need mental space to do things. You just can't get round to the thought of actually getting things done. Uh, I'm not that bad at those sort of things. But, you know, there are certain jobs I think, oh, yeah, I'll do that later. Um, and, of course, when you have, you know, annual leave or holiday, whatever you want to call it, vacation, you don't really want to just spend a week doing household chores, even though sometimes that has to happen. You know, you want to go out and you want to do stuff. 
So that was, uh, well, it's just fantastic news. It's huge news. It's the big news. It's the big news as part of my journey. The journey will continue. Uh, part of that, we'll see more podcasts being done. Um, and I'm talking about frequency. I've I've always sought to get into a frequency of delivering these. And, and now I will be in a position that I can deliver on that. But also I'm looking to do other things. Sue is fired up after the last episode, the California special, episode 22. And I think, you know, she'd like to do more with me. She'd like to do some of her own stuff. We can talk about our travels. We travel quite a lot through Europe. Some of that we've done vlogs on YouTube. So we can kind of do a bit of a, um, a retrospective on those, I guess, and uh, give you some guidance on, on, on that side of things because we do love to travel. And uh, I'm also going to bring in some guests. So uh, as part of that, we'll see an investment in some kit. So I'm looking at the uh, the the road. I'm not even sure what it's called. Procaster? No, not Roadcaster. I think it's called a Roadcaster. Basically, it's an all-in-one mixing desk that many podcasters use. Uh, they bought it out about a year ago. And uh, I've currently got it on watch on eBay just in case. But failing that, I may have to see if there's any Black Friday deals and pick one up then. It would just lend itself so much more to having a, a fully fledged podcast set up. You know, I, I did play around with some music at the beginning of this, and I need to do that kind of thing and, and maybe seek some sponsorships. But we'll see see how well all of that goes. Um, the The listening numbers have gone up recently, and I, I'm really pleased with that. So thank you, and please continue to listen and support it. So what have I been doing work wise? Uh, so back in August, I had uh, a couple of headshots. Um, two weeks running, one for Annie Maynard, which is for a business. She's an HR consultant, and that was booked in. That was delivered. Fantastic session. Um, she loved the images. She's posted them. Uh, she's given me some wonderful reviews, which I really appreciate. So that was great. Um, about a week or so later, I, I did some headshots for Lindsay Ballock, who's a, a London-based actress. Um, actually, they're both redheads, uh, as was the one I did on the 8th of September, for Maria Torreira, who's over from Portugal. Um, so, yeah, three redheads in a row. What are the chances of that? And thoroughly enjoyable podcast all the way through. Uh, I do like working with actors. Uh, I like finding out what their experiences have been so far, just to see how my offering, my service compares to that, my brand, if you like. And it's good to hear what, what they've been through before. And, and I have to say, a bit of a theme emerging because it's not always a good experience. So all of those have been posted on social media. And, uh, and you know, I, I say I do get a lot of enjoyment out of that, but um, there's there's a lot more to do where that came from. And last week was, was a big event. So Peter Hurley from the Headshot Crew was running a meetup um, in London on the back of an intensive course that he was running. So you'll see from previous episodes, back in May, I went on a, an intensive that uh, Ivan Weiss ran that was brilliant and I still think I'm riding on away from it and uh, Peter was over in London he was actually in uh, Holland prior to that where he not only did a headshot intensive there but he also ran uh, or took part compet competed in a laser sailing race which he does around the world and uh, it was easy just to hop over to London run the intensive there so went up to the studio saw him do some work and met some of the guys that, have, uh, that, in, that were on the course that, that also some were quite travel, well-travelled in, in terms of Europe. And we all went out on a Tuesday evening uh, to a place called the Bike Shed, or the Old Bike Shed, but anyway, it's motorbike-related 
um, pub, restaurant, bar. Also had a barber's in there, which was interesting. And it was just great to meet Peter. I mean, you feel you know Peter. He's got that way and a uh, very friendly guy. So dedicated, so available to the, the headshot crew. Uh, he's a master of his arts. And it was just great to chat, you know, down to a face-to-face. Um, we, we, he apologised, actually, for not giving me uh, much time. But, I mean, that was fine. That was cool. There was lots of things going on there. Uh, so we promised to have a beer in Headshot Mania in Vegas, uh, which is in February. And, and, and obviously, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, Strapline is about igniting your headshot photography and business. So the timing couldn't be better, really. Uh, you know, I'm going to do this kind of switch over in, in October mid-month and um, from then on it'll be uh, all systems go so it, so really great to meet Peter and uh, until the next time Peter thank you very much so one of the things that uh, I wanted to do since I changed my cameras around so in one of pr- previous episode I talked about dumping my big and heavy Nikon D3S body and uh, trading it in for a Nikon Z6 Z6 uh, mirrorless and from the reviews I read, I think, you know, it, it would always perform slightly different to what was always a flagship camera in the range originally. But I had an opportunity yesterday to go along with Sue to her rehearsal at the Barons Court Theatre in, in West London and do some low light photography. It was um, a rehearsal session for a couple of plays that she's in. And uh, I had a day's annual leave, well, actually, my last day's annual leave uh, prior to when I move on. And it was an opportunity to try the the new body out in a really challenging setting or, or what would typically be a challenging setting. Uh, the D3S was always a good low-light camera. i say the Z or Z6 has been um, written to be a good low-light camera. It has in-body image stabilisation, which helps with any slight movement in low-light. And of course, you you don't lose out because you can use all of your lenses um, subject to having an adapter, which I got with the kit that I bought. So and there's no loss of performance on the lens. Um, I I bought uh, 70 to 200 zoom. Uh, I'll come to that shortly. Uh, The 24 to 70 S series lens, which is the one that I bought with the Z camera. And that was uh, that was great. So that's only F4 but it was still very good, performed very well. And I also put in a, a fixed 20mm 1.8 prime lens for wide shots. And I think I did a couple with an 85mm, which is my normal portrait lens 1.8, uh, just to try some stuff out. Uh, what was interesting is that um, when when I was using the 70-200, this is the VR version 2, uh, 2.8 lens when I was using that with the big body it was you just got used to picking up a weight it was literally like going to the gym and after a while you just got used to holding it um, the weight was all in the in the lens because the body is so light with the with the Z series camera cameras and I found that actually it made me think hmm uh, when are they going to bring out that 70 to 200 2.8 in S series uh I mean, I, I expect it'll still be of reasonable size and weight, but I don't think it'll be as heavy as the current um, iteration. So I will have to think long and hard about that. It won't be cheap. It'll be two, 3000 at least um, when it comes out. They have promised it this year. Uh, the weeks and 
months and days and things are ticking over. Uh, so we haven't got that long. But yes, they will have effectively an equivalent to that lens coming out. So I look forward to, to seeing how that goes. Uh, the, the most recent one I think they brought out was the 85mm 1.8 lens. So that's what I've got already in old style uh, F-mount. But uh, I didn't feel a need to change that one, really. Um, I mean, it was reasonably priced, five, six hundred, something like that, pounds sterling. But I don't really, you know, I use it when I'm doing headshots. Um, so I can, if I needed to do headshots with my Z camera, I would just put the adapter on, put it on the camera, put it on the tripod, and that's the session done and dusted, up and running. Um, so I don't feel it's of, of a need, whereas... With the 7200S series, oh, sorry, I, I jumped then, 7200 zoom lens S series, uh, I'm sure there will be a benefit, a noticeable benefit. You know, smaller compact lens uh, on, a, on a small compact body. Um, and if it performs as well, I'll be delighted. I was very, very pleased with the quality of images from the session yesterday. I was a bit cheeky, so the house lights, they have a, I think they call it a worker, working light, one main light on the stage. It was okay. Um, I went into the sound room, what do they call it, booth, sound booth, and there were some instructions there, because it's obviously like theatres, it's multi-use. So they had some instructions, um, use the board to control the lights, so I did. Uh, I think Scott Williams, the, the director of the Impulse Company, who's, who's running these events, he got a slight knuckle wrap because one of the staff came down and saw that the lights were in use. But hey, there's an old saying, it's better to beg forgiveness than ask permission. And that won't always be the case in life. Uh, but for me, it was one of those. I'd had situations before where I was at the mercy of either a fixed light setup that just wasn't good enough for me and for my results or the results I wanted to achieve. Uh, and I either didn't do anything about it or I wasn't able to do anything about it but on this occasion I just took the ball by the horns I did it and I was pleased that I did got some really good results the last session last play or act I think it was play uh was which is just with the sort of one light and some house lights and it's a very dark it's basically beneath the pub uh in Barons Court so it's a cellar of a pub with some seats it's a bit kind of basic I suppose uh, creaky here and there you know looks like planks of wood where you'd rest your feet for the seats but um, it is what it is uh, so very dark painted black all the way around um, I yeah I, I think they should allow you to have control and uh, I don't know what their budget is but perhaps if they had some big LEDs that might be even better but their budget probably wouldn't uh, extend to that I will um, I will do a blog about that experience because uh, I've got previous work that I've done with uh, lower lights, um, typically musicians with my old camera, but I can I think I'll do a blog talking through my experiences and um, posting up some sample images taken with different uh, lens combinations. So it's just the one body yesterday and then the lenses, as I mentioned earlier. Um, I use Capture One, um, which I'm using pretty much exclusively now. And in terms of edits, uh, it was basic crops, shadows, a bit of highlight control. But what I would say, and this is such a massive benefit from the mirrorless bodies, 
is that because you've got the electronic viewfinder, you know you're in the right ballpark for the results. And in many cases, they'd be perfectly acceptable based on the image preview that you saw in the electronic viewfinder or EVF. Uh, out of personal preference, and because sometimes once you go through the whole JPEG production uh, exercise, they can look a little bit dark, lose a little bit of oomph. Uh, I did, that's why I boosted the shadows on, on a number of them. But that EVF, superb. Trade-off, battery consumption. So I took, let me see, circa 600 prior to battery change. And I think the battery had gone down to about 60%. I could have charged it for the day, but I had a spare charged battery, uh, which was the one from the D850. I just popped that in and that was fine. Uh, even found a, a charger to, um, to charge up the other one. So all in all, very, very pleased. Um, it didn't need to edit it, didn't need to bring anything into Photoshop. It was literally into Capture One, few sliders, and uh, then into uh, JPEG, which is part of the process recipes they have to generate JPEGs, and, and they were great quality too. Uh, one of the other things while I'm on that subject of workflow processing and the, and the like, uh, I'm looking to move to Affinity Photo. Uh, I've got Affinity Designer because I once had ideas that I would teach myself and create a logo, but it didn't really happen. And now I've got a great logo that Toby Wilkins put together. But I, I want to consider an alternative to Lightroom and Photoshop. And I think that I don't really find I'm going to need the catalogue aspect. I think that almost creates more problems than it solves. I've been using sessions in Capture One and they just get dumped into my folder structure. So, you know, that, that does a job. Um, Ivan uses uh, Affinity, as does Amy Osborne uh, in the Headshot crew. And they do, they've blogged about it, written about it, had sessions with Affinity. Uh, it's a one-off price. You know, I think it's around about £50 and that's it. Whereas I'm paying £10 a month ongoing uh, to Adobe for Lightroom and Photoshop. Now, my Photoshop or my um, subscription to Adobe renewed in the summer, but I don't see that as a problem. Uh, it's, you know, it's going to take a bit of a learning curve uh, my tip to anyone looking to make a purchase in the photography world or indeed anything else, but particularly on the electro ele electronics and kit side of things, if you really don't actually need an item, but you've got it on your list, then wait around un until uh, the Black Friday, which is 29th of November, I think this year, something like that, uh, because there are often deals. Um, they come in different forms, these deals, but... And some places you don't. I mean, Tether Tools, I think they might offer some stuff in the US, but they don't really have the same kind of presence in the UK. A bit like Westcott. You might find the odd supplier that do them or certain targeted suppliers, but, you know, we don't get those sort of deals. Um, but other companies do. And, and I know I think Affinity did last year offer the percentage off. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to wait. I don't need it straight away. Likewise, with the, um, with the Roadcaster deck, that's around about 500, 550 pounds. I did see one that had sold on eBay for 300 and something. And there was one guy that he's probably sold it now. He had it up for 499, which is, he'd, he'd used it once, I think, but I'm sorry, I'd, I'd want a bigger discount, but it's gone now. So obviously he sold it. So there are a couple of things. Um, I haven't really got any major items of kit that I need at the moment. Um, that said, 
there's obviously always something, isn't there? So I may look to buy different microphones to go with the um, with the deck. They do a pod mic, which they bought out specifically for it. Uh, this particular rig is, uh, I'm using the same as I did for the last podcast. So it's my Tascam DR40 uh, audio recorder. Um, and I actually dug out my old microphone stand was from when I was in the band in the 80s and 90s. Uh, so, and it's done a good job. So hopefully the sound is good quality. So what else have we got? Uh, we've got some more training lined up. So I will be going on some video training towards the end of the year. Not sure if I touched on this in a previous podcast, but I'm going to go on a session for sound recording. I'm going on a session for stock video footage, thinking income sources in the future. And I'm going one on setting up uh, videos for interviews, which I really quite like the appeal of and uh, more in the future on that one. That's on my roadmap. Not going to talk too much about that for now um, because I'm going to be buying the flex kit from Westcott that will lend itself to interview work uh, greatly. And also the other thing which with the Z6, which is what that gives me, which the D3S did not, is very good video capability. Uh, it, it's a very good video recorder because the D850 has also got good video capability. I can do a proper two camera setup. Possibly even go to three cameras and bring in my iPhone if I really felt it was necessary. Um, but, you know, thinking interviews and that kind of thing, then uh, I think we'll be in a good place. Hope you enjoyed the last podcast with Sue. I say she really did in, enjoy it a lot. And uh, always good to, to you know, get a different voice on, not just mine. And um, we will, as I say, be looking to do those again in the future. And... She may do some individually and uh, we may do some jointly, but we'll see. There's, you know, we've got time to plan these things now. Um, we work well together and uh, we support each other. And that's that's a great part. And as I say, you know, moving across from the corporate world, Sue's done that. She's now into uh, acting and, and loving every minute of it. And, you know, I've been able to build this uh, journey alongside what I was doing in the corporate world and now's great time a timing uh, and a great time so I am absolutely 110% and more uh, looking forward to this and uh, I hope you'll continue to join me on my journey it will continue obviously uh, there will be other exciting things going on and uh, as I say I've been very pleased with the additional view count view count listen count on the podcast since the last episode uh, in fact there was an article on the bbc news today about podcasting popularity i'll actually put a link to it in the show notes because it's uh, it's very interesting actually i think more and more people are doing them and finding value in them so i do hope that you do get value out of this and you'll see that actually if you stick hard at something and if you have that grit and determination and a plan a smart plan to get there, you will get there. Believe me. On that profound note, I will now sign off. And thank you once again for your support. This was episode 23 of Phil's Photography Journey podcast. And I will talk again very, very soon. <laughs>